Welcome to season 12 of the Realty Talks with Tai podcast show, where I teach moms, women, and wives how to create cash flow and build generational wealth through investing in rental properties. Now for today's show. Well, friends, it is definitely very cold still since the last time we talked, and it is definitely still winter break for children. So if you have school-aged children, like you can totally relate, hopefully, to the fact that even though they may have just got out for break like a week or less ago, you've already been feeling that feeling of wanting them to go back and you wake up thinking, hey, is this the day? They wake up asking, is this the day that I go back to school? And the answer to both, unfortunately, is still no. Because if yours are like mine in the school district, then you know very well that the winter break is definitely not over until usually the first or second week of the new year for January. So you have one to two-ish more weeks to have to find something for them to do. So I was like, instead of making them drive me crazy, maybe I should flip the script and either drive them crazy or better yet, inspire them not to be lazy, which is to make productive use of their time. So I decided to put them to work. So now my days are a lot more manageable, a lot less stressful and a lot less loud. Like I just can't. I have five children, as many of you know, if you've been listening for any time to the show and having that amount of activity can be a lot sometimes, especially if it's every day okay so if it's cold outside going outside is not always an option so what does that mean that means they're in the house so instead of them just being at free time free play all the time their day is now structured to where in the mornings it is not all that rambunctious loud noise it is definitely dedicated time to spending with studying reading writing drawing something artistically enriched um, is is definitely the preference and then as the afternoon emerges that's when you get a little bit louder and a little bit more free time but you're also going to then after lunch instead of going to sleep you're going to be starting an actual work thing and that actually work actual work thing just happens to be helping me run the business that your parents own. (laughs) So we have definitely put them to work in our business to get our house under control, get the volume under control and still remain productive and positive and, you know, not crazy. So (laughs) what I want to talk to you guys about is from first time home buyers purchasers perspective because I've ran into so many lately as the end of the year emerges and the start of a new year, a lot of people are thinking about buying homes. So from first time purchasers to experienced investors, so to speak, you know, the home buying process really has many mistakes that I really need you to be aware of in the midst of all your excitement of buying a home. Now, buyers often make snap decisions based on emotion rather than logic. Let's just be honest. But most people want their own home. And I get it. I get that feeling of wanting that comfort, that stability, that assurity of having a roof over your head that you can call home. So when faced with the seemingly scary task of picking a primary residence or an investment property, it is super important to still have as much information as possible mixed with all of that excitement and nerves. So I'm not saying kill that vibe at all. Okay. My team and I have received like many inquiries about buying a home or investing in real estate in the new year of 2023. And so it prompted this topic for us. And I usually advise 
following your heart only after you do the math and apply the logic. Okay. Those are the two prerequisites. Dare to follow your heart otherwise. Otherwise you live alone with regrets and no one's happy with that. So on today's podcast, I'll discuss the first steps you should take if you're actually thinking of buying a property, but don't know the market or the process of closing on an actual purchase of how to get there and achieve that dream. Now, because we know the ins and outs of buying a property and how much study or due diligence goes into every purchase decision, our standard operating procedure or SOP for buying a property may actually change over time in response to market shifts or new methods we learn or try that save time, money, or honestly, both. We focus on details most buyers actually disregard. So no matter the sort of purchase or your intention with the property, you should always be rational when making a significant purchase. It should be a standard process that you follow. It shouldn't be an emotional purchase at all. So my goal is that this episode and really the rest of this season, since I'll be covering this topic in more depth, will help you become a better buyer. So the main thing to remember now is master the main thing, not everything. You'll keep wandering, looking at any and every deal unless you get super clear on what it is you actually want. So first decide what do you actually want? What size house fits your family goals? If it's going to be your primary home, a condo or single family home, do you mind paying a HOA fee or would you rather not have that additional expense? What makes a nice neighborhood to you? Have you considered the school district you want to live in if you have school aged children or plan to have them soon and hope that they get the best education possible in that area you choose to live in or will you actually have to budget also to commute to school for that better quality education. So for these reasons, you should definitely look up local school ratings, school types, and their leadership teams in the school culture to see if it would be a good fit, not just looking at, you know, the the proximity to your home. Also, do you value luxury? Now, Are you low maintenance? Are you high maintenance? Those things need to be considered as well. And what classifies each for you? Okay, modern or historic buildings. Those are two different, uh, you know, angles that you want to look at to see which one do you have a preference and lean tend to lean towards. Do you want to fix her up or to save money or a move in ready home because you don't have the time, the energy or even the patience to renovate it? Do you want a pool or jacuzzi in your home or is that just more of an optional add on, but not a preference or a priority that you're considering? Will you need help paying the mortgage if a pandemic like COVID-19 wipes out millions of jobs? and leaves you without a steady income. Now here, just a quick tip, you can convert a backyard shed into an auxiliary dwelling unit, an ADU, or a habitable shed and rent it out for monthly income or even house your in-law or two. So seek for properties with sheds or large enough backyards to add one. Another option or sweet spot would be to have this plus a basement you can actually convert into a separate dwelling with a private entrance to do the same thing or even actually more with that additional square footage and space. So think about those things when you're making your wish list for your home or your investment property. Would you like to learn more or dive deeper into real estate? Visit us online at www.wholesalingai.com. So what I really want you guys to do is to write out all your criteria before even looking for a house physically or even as you start to view houses. It's actually okay if that list change based on what you actually see and learn in that process of viewing homes. Don't just view one or two or even three and stop there. No, you definitely want to look at 
many, many more. Now, I always suggest, especially first-time homebuyers, to make a wants-needs table. Essentially, a two-car garage may be better than hardwood floors, for example. Now, this practice involves honesty, which is hard for some people. I get it, but it's definitely necessary and beneficial for most people at the least. If not all, I'd even venture to say most people find benefit in this strategy, which means make a table or a list, a chart, whatever you want to call it, of one side on the left being the wants that you have that you want to have in your new home and the right side being your needs like you must have the must-haves or needs list I like to call it right it's like if you absolutely know for sure you're going to have a disabled or elderly um, in-law or person in your home maybe a must-have is a is a a um stair lift, right? Which you can have those installed for a few thousand dollars or less in most areas. Or maybe you can't have two stories for the same or similar reasons because you have back problems or leg problems or someone who's living in the home may have those those limitations. Then maybe you need, must have, right, a single story home. So those are the type of things that would go on your, your needs list. Okay, my friends, now that's all for today's show, but next week we will be talking about information providing you an advantage, but also being able to serve as a crutch. So I definitely want you to tune in then, and I hope you learned a lot and feel encouraged to learn and do even more with what you've learned to make well-informed buying decisions going forward, whether you're considering buying your first or next property, whether it'll be your primary residence or an investment property. And remember, respect the process and and to paraphrase Nike, just do it. Thank you for listening to the Realty Talks with Taiyi podcast show with your host and investor queen, Taiyi. If you still have questions or like what you learned and want to go deeper to learn more and do more, apply for admission to Investor Answer University online at www.wholesalingai.com. It has samples and live video guided training that includes all the tools she discusses to help you jumpstart or scale your real estate investing business this year, month, and for the brave, even today. You will be well on your way to becoming a confident, effective, and very capable real estate investor. Please join us next week for another episode. And until then, remember your IRR strategy, invest, rest, and repeat. The Realty Talks and or TIE are not registered as a securities broker dealer or an investment advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, FINRA, or any state securities regulatory authority. The information presented is not meant to be the only basis for investment decisions, nor should it be seen as advice designed to meet the investment needs of any particular investor. Nothing on this podcast show is meant to be taken as financial, tax, legal, accounting, or investment advice. This information is only for educational purposes. 
It is not a suggestion to buy, sell, or hold any of the securities mentioned.